Well, do you think um, that it benefits, um, like, maybe non-vegans to point out the health benefits, or do you think it's more beneficial to just be like, well, whether it helps your health or not, the animals are suffering, and that's totally unacceptable. Which route do you think would Both. be more... I, I believe. Probably. I, I is, think I believe both too. Yeah, I believe both. Is my personal experience has yeah. been that I started in plant-based diet for medical reasons, yeah. and that was a remarkable, miraculous medical cure. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to back talk, you know, talk bad about the the plant-based diet crowd and stuff like that. I understand that one could be plant-based without being a vegan, but. Mm -hmm. Because I do have that plant-based issue, and because I am also now very concerned with animal rights, um, I would describe myself as a Watson vegan, not a cross vegan. Mm. Now, I don't think we have to go back to 1988 or whatever where we're punching the cross vegans in the face. I don't think there's any reason to go back that would to be that. Counterproductive. I think that would be counterproductive. So, what I try to with the Watson with the cross vegans is. Look, y'all are beautiful people. <laughs> you know, you know, like y'all are beautiful souls. I agree with pretty much everything that you say. And I'm also an abolitionist as an animal rights guy and not a welfareist. Yeah. So so I'm on the more extreme end of animal rights, yeah. but the difference between me and they is just that I think uh, health and environment are also valid concerns. Absolutely. Yeah. So I I um as I try to do in my own personal life, I try to just live by the golden rule. Mm -hmm. And to me, veganism just fits so perfectly in that. Um, you know, if I were that animal, I would not want to be there. No. And experiencing. Well, that. this is the other thing is is animals. It's why why does an animal suffering mean less than a human suffering. Absolutely. I mean, but this is, yeah. We're talking, I feel like we, um, not to sound pompous, and I know a lot of times people think vegan things, vegans think, oh, we're above everybody. No. But I do believe that our minds are evolved because we've chosen to say, hey, you know, this life is as precious as my own, you know? And once you think that, you, I feel like you evolve. You evolve your mind, you evolve your heart, and you evolve your soul. Yeah, I would say. To, I would say. Um, so, well, okay, for, well, first of all, that is like, like okay, this is it's autumn, so I always have to do what I always do every autumn, which is reread A.H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft, the great horror writer that died very young. He's writing in the 20s and 30s. Mm, I'm not into horror. <laughs> uh, whatever. But, well, Lovecraft is Lovecraft. But, mm -hmm. but he, his big thing was if humans could understand how infinitesimally small they are in terms of the grand scope of, yeah. of the universe, where humans are but, but dust in terms of uh, you know, time and space and stuff like that. As the humans are not the center of, of anything, really. And uh, animals, you know, there's no reason to presuppose that they, uh, that their suffering means less yeah, or 
they're, you know, that they're, that they're, um, and then, then and then a horror writer, a horror writer wrote that, huh? Well, the horror writer is he's talking about. He's more than a horror writer, though. He's like a philosopher. Yeah, okay. like he he was, and he died very young, and he was not understood to be that in his time. But now mm. he's. Now, he wasn't a vegan himself. He had mm. problems taking care of his body, not in the direction of obesity, but in terms of uh, he developed stomach cancer by saving money by eating um, expired food uh, mm. to save money because he was in a state of extreme poverty. That's a shame. But, yeah, but he was writing about, he's envisioning horror stories where a person encounters uh, something that's maybe a billion years older. Uh, life forms that might be much, much older, hmm. and much, much bigger and from hmm. somewhere else. <clears throat> and then one of his things is the main character. The joke is the Scooby-Doo ending for Lovecraft is that the character's in a madhouse at the end because they've seen how much, how small they are gotcha. in, the, in the scale of the yeah. universe. I don't know if I believe like we're necessarily small. I just think that we're all a part of something huge like in other words we're very um, insignificant but we're part of the most significant if that makes sense so like, oh so that we're like a fraction of something and then there's yeah, something much and we're all connected all life is connected like I'm very avatar if you will like about it and I come from a Christian background and I believe God is love actually a Bible verse that says it, God is love. It's my favorite verse. I have it on my Facebook page. But like, if that is true, and we all come from him, including animals, which he, you know, supposedly created, right? Um, then when we're hurting each other, we're really hurting ourselves as well. And I'm a really big advocate of that. Yeah, it seems to be. It seems to be that Any time, any time, there's something turns out to be bad, or uh, you shouldn't eat that, or you shouldn't. You could lose a lot of money gambling on the horse races, or whatever it is. You know, uh, it it tends to be that that it, it, it's not vegan. Whatever it is that's that's harming me it tends to be something that is not. Uh, the product is. Turns out to be not a vegan product. Oh, so you're saying something that you did in the past has hurt you with this? Right, like, uh, or no, just any of them. Like, the, the biggest example would be, yeah, people's weight is is the steak's not good for you. And then mm -hmm. another example would be all the various gambling that takes place, dog fighting, cock fighting, horse fighting. Oh, and, so then, much. and then another example would be, you know, the, the BDSM, the, 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 the leather crowd. And they have a lot of problems with STDs and stuff over there. So, so it's like whenever it tends to be that I run into something like that, where there, it's sort of not the greatest thing for somebody's health going on. It, it also tends so to be exploits of, of animals. Yeah, it's yes, yeah. I that tends to be that. that true. Yeah, like what you give, you get in return eventually. just think why not just coming back to the 
vegan lifestyle, why not, if, if once you know about it, once you know the bad things that happen to animals, why not say no to that? And why not say yes to all these amazing fruits, vegetables, and grains that can not just help you live better, but help you thrive? To me, it's very simple. Yeah. But the hard thing is the habit change. 75, 70% at least in, in your mind. Because that, that's how it was for me. Well, it was, it was, that was actually not difficult for me because uh, in terms of diet. Yeah. That was not difficult for me because yeah, you, I, you, you were committed. There was, a, there, there was a situation where my dietary habits had to change. Had to change. Had to change. Had to change. Had to be. Had to be. Right. Yeah. So, but then, you know, when that, when the dust had settled on that, yeah. then I was able to make the changes in terms of purchasing leather. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean... Yeah, and to make a bold statement, I mean, like, I really think veganism will lead to world peace if we let it, and what I'm saying with that is that if you can, if we, imagine if we cared for the littlest, the bugs even, you know, um, the, and again, like, I believe all life matters, like, it's all equal, really, it comes from God, it's all equal in that respect, but the littlest meaning the ones who could do the least for us, um, it's kind of cliche, but if, if we all respected life such as that, imagine how we would treat everyone else that could do things for us, like, in, and if, if we stopped viewing animals as less than us and stopped viewing our enemies as enemies, and just that all life mattered and was connected, so it was actually um, you are me and I am you kind of a thing. We're all you could also, you could also be, there are vegans that are hardcore atheists. Yes, absolutely. I'm just sharing that. Yeah, with yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I just, I just see it leading that way. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, like, because for me, veganism is not just about what I'm putting in my mouth or even what I'm wearing or choosing to do for entertainment. It's also, it's mainly kindness. It's like love. Veganism is love, you know, for everybody, for the animals, for humans, for myself, for the earth. And so I just think once you have that kind of energy in your life, yeah, it's also just a terrible system that we have. The karma system is just not a particularly good system. It's a selfish system. It's a selfish system, and it's also a self-annihilating system. Ironically. Ironically. Well, a lot of things that are selfish become self-annihilating. Yeah, yeah and yeah, and, and I think you're right. But the, the thing is that we're, we, as in the world, is blinded. You know, like oh, yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, I told you my little trick about the uh, the people, the man in the wheelchair and the blind man. Yeah. See, if, if you're walking down the street, you see a man with a cane. He's blind. Okay. <laughs> Poor man's blind. Okay. Okay, and you see another man who's coming down the street. Wheelchair. Wheelchair. Okay. Okay, and then you see a third person that's a heavyset couple, whatever, heavyset okay. guy. You don't do that same guy. Right. Right, because but the thing is, the blind guy yeah. and the guy in the wheelchair, uh -huh. 
you can be blind for years and it will never kill you. Mm -hmm. Wheelchair, same. same. Yeah. Obesity kills more people than anything else in our okay. society. And you are, you've been through that. You've I have been through that. I have, I have liberated myself from that yeah. disease. Yep. And it's so amazing. Okay. Love that. Right. We got like maybe 10 minutes more. Okay. Mm -hmm. We can fill out, what's your favorite vegan restaurant? Nice. <laughs> Should I do that? No, I because uh, it this. is planned as part of the show that, that we will have chefs. And, a questionnaire? No, that we'll have like chefs and stuff on the show. Okay. Like well, we'll, we'll do, it won't be just like dry, like vegan stuff. We'll also have like whatever, like Chef Myra or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. My favorite vegan restaurant would have to be... All of them. No, I just—I—I am just so grateful. There, are, there are so many vegan restaurants in Las Vegas, but I will say that I um, patronize Go Vegan Cafe the most. It's—I just love Lou and Rod, and I love that they have you know the raw options as well as the. Was that like Go Vegan Cafe was all raw? It, it used to be. It used to be. Um, but now they have both. They have raw and cooked. They have two menus even. So it's, and they're very, uh, almost all of their um, items are gluten free and a lot of organic uh, food within, a lot of organic ingredients. And yeah, and they just happen to be just down the road as well. Yeah. But, um, you I, live around there? I do, yeah. I live in the Southwest. There's also Taco Tarion. There's the new ponchos, there's Violet's Vegan. Violet's Vegan is good. Yeah, they're all good. I just, I'm... I just, I'm living in a dangerous place because I live next to Veggie Nation. And Veggie Nation? I was just there I this just, morning. Were you? Nice. I got to, sh to meet Chef Don. Is that is the that Veggie Nation guy? Don? I've only heard him called Chef. At, I met him at Veg Fest, and um, that was really exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a regular there. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so, so we got uh, ten minutes to kill. <laughs> we got five minutes. Should we do other? What is your favorite vegan uh, I would have to go with uh, the one I eat the most at is Veggie Nation because it's close to my house. But that's not nearly like the best one. I'm going to Oakland next week, so I'm going to get to eat some pretty. Yeah. Pretty fabulous uh, vegan food up in Northern California. Okay. Very uh, cool. there, there's also a very, very good vegan Chinese in the Oakland area. Oh, awesome. So, That's right. I didn't even, I forgot to mention Chef Kenny's. Or, I, I don't know. I've been, to, I've been to the other one. It's the Veggie House. Veggie House, yeah. Well, that one is, that one's also used as a meeting place for animal rights activists. Really? So, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that is, I've been there at activists. Okay. I think Anonymous for the Voiceless and people, Amber and all that crowd do all their stuff there. That's, okay. That's where I met Vegan Evan. Vegan Evan, you met him? How cute. That little kid. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny because he's, he's a vegan activist of all, all of eight years of age and he's been doing it for three years. That's like my son. My son is... Is your son a child prodigy though? Because Vegan Evan is clearly a child prodigy. I don't know. That, he's clearly that's also clearly encounter there's all the vegan stuff which is fine but there's also 
he is a child prodigy, which is which is he he can speak. No, his child prodigy is field of child prodigy is animal rights work. That's amazing. So, but then, but then when he's eight years old, but then when he's not doing vegan stuff, he goes back to being an eight-year-old. He goes back to being what? An eight-year-old. So when when he talks about animal rights, he sounds like a. Like a philosopher or a professional. He sounds like a yeah. professional adult yeah. PETA employee. Yeah. You know, at 80 years of age. Yeah. When he talks about something else, where he's like, oh, can you see Yeah, yeah he goes back to being an eight year old. So, so it's, it's the thing about child prodigies is you have a math prodigy, or yeah. mathematics prodigy, yeah. music prodigy. Yeah. They're still kids. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was, it's. My my son is writing a vegan book. He, he says it's his vegan book, and he does every paragraph. He calls it, it's a chapter. Um, but I am so touched and so proud of him. Um, his has all kinds of grammatical errors and spelling errors, but it's written in his words. Maybe he can come on the show and share it. Yeah, he can come on the show. We can, I think it's also not that hard to get vegan Evan, but that's yeah. that, that's even tripped out because that's a kid that no yeah. grammatical errors. But, <laughs> but, but both of them, I'm just so touched that that they have this in their hearts. Well, is it, is it, is it like if you show? Because I okay, I've never had children. I've never been married. That's the way life mm-hmm. takes you. You know. Mm-hmm. But um, I would guess that most children, if they knew what the issues were, yes. would take the side of the yes. animals, I would think. Children love animals. Children are, they're like on that same innocent level before pre-conditioning, right? Before all that conditioning happens. Society right, right, where they, they would see the animals and they'd be like, how can, how can you do this to them? But, yeah. but the, the pre-conditioning is like... It's almost like it's it's a level of sleep where it's like, oh, this is the other day. Like the Matrix. Many in many ways, in, in many ways, because I'll be I was walking down Boulder Highway and cars were closed off because a dog had run into the street mm-hmm. and they were trying oh, they're, they're trying, trying to, to they're trying to help the dog. Oh, However, they were doing that right in front of the Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, there you go. So okay. they they have so people will register. Yes. Certain that's things. Such a good point. I mean that's yeah. that's how it is. It's but the same with all, it's also the same with all the obesity yeah. issues where people are just yeah. It's it's the cloud. It's the cloud of normalization <sighs> of things and disconnect. Normalization and disconnect from things that should be fairly obvious. Brought out into the open, yeah. and that's what's so great again about movies like Game Changer, like and then also Cowspiracy. And a lot of other ones like are readily available on Netflix even. So that's what's so Oh yeah, exciting. like Fork Over Knife and you yeah, can get all It's those. happening. It's really happening. Yeah, and our numbers are growing. And and of the show? No, just of, of uh Oh of vegans. Of yes. vegans. Our numbers are gigantic. I know. Now. It's no it's just it's exploding. It literally is. I I've read that it's just, I wish I could remember percentages. Also, places I never, oh, because I, I go to Psycho Las Vegas, which is a music festival. It's mostly a metal festival, but it's a lot of it is overseas bands, right? Hmm. So uh, when I was going to the vegan restaurants, Modern Vegan, that, that whole weekend. The Modern Vegan, I forgot to yeah. mention it, yeah. That whole weekend, though, there were Scandinavian black metal people in all the vegan 
restaurants because nice. they were all vegan. How awesome. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You'd be so wrapped in one area and so soft in another. Well, no, it's because there's still like a Scandinavian black metal guy is still like an educated, health conscious Yay. Scandinavian. That's, that is the key. Yeah. Education. So, that's, that's also, that's the other thing that vegans will become very, slightly controversial statement, but vegans will become very powerful politically because it's a very wealthy and very educated portion of society. Well, I just think um, it would be a very good power. It would be a very unselfish power. It would be, it would be kind power. very, it would be directed. Opposite of power. It would be directed, it would be very benevolent. Yes. Yeah, it would be, yes. it would be and a I, very benevolent power. I mean, yeah. that's leading right toward world peace. I mean, I know that I, I know that might sound way far off, but I just see it. And I've always been an optimist, but I don't know. It's pretty exciting. Well, I, I, yeah, I, if, if I had something to be optimistic about, I mean, the thing I take most satisfaction of in my life is, is probably my commitment to veganism and, and uh, to see the results that are coming in from veganism today. Pretty incredible stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that's enough for a recording for this okay. session. Like we okay. gotta, I have something Halloween, I have something kind of Halloween-ish. Okay.